Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. chat where we meet with you midweek to talk about where we've been and where we are going. I have a feeling that this is going to be the best weekday chat of the day. <laughs> okay. What do you think? So far okay. at least. Hey, I'm Luke. I'm one of the ministers here at Plainfield Christian Church. And I'm Steve, and we're so glad to have you tune in today. We love it when you make comments or uh, have any questions along the way, so please feel free anytime to uh, engage us at any level you would like to, and we'll, we'll respond accordingly. And uh, it's good to be, it's been a few weeks since we've been here, yeah, and so yeah. we're looking forward to being with you for a few minutes today. Uh, this past Sunday, we began focusing on Jesus for the month of January. We're going to be doing that as we, uh, as we, we sharpen our focus. Since it's 2020, we thought it was a good time to sharpen our focus on a number of things. And what better place to begin than the person of Jesus Christ, right? Absolutely. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a really good sermon, uh, best sermon of the year so far. <laughs> best sermon of the year. Thanks so much. For uh, that. Yeah. Could have been the worst. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I'm curious, before we really jump in, do you have any New Year's resolutions this year, Steve? Well, that's pretty personal. Yes, I really no. I have many resolutions, you know. I, I uh, I've, I've I've gotten sloppy on fasting for one reason, so I'm going to incorporate fasting into my life this year in a new way and more intentional way. That's one of my, that's one of them for sure. And I really I've talked to you about this. I want to really memorize scripture, but my mind, my brain, I don't think I'm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to or not. I just the age thing is caught up with me, and I've worked and worked already. And, man, it's coming hard. But I'm thinking maybe a verse at a time here and there. Maybe I'll do something. Those are two things I want to do. That's good. I like Mm -hmm. those. How about you? Uh, Yeah. I think some of the typical ones that probably a lot of you have, eat better, work out more. You know, I'm feeling sore, like kind of already getting back into it, you know, after a few months away from working out. Um, Sure. But I want to be more intentional about having – silence with the Lord this year, just about not even necessarily telling him anything, just being with him in his presence for a while and trying to develop. I just hear all throughout the Old Testament, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. That's not something I'm good at. And it's hard to be silent. It is. When you're in devotion time. I'm also kind of low-key studying comedy off to the side this year. I started doing that, like the science of comedians. It's been really interesting. I just want to be a better communicator. So it's been fun. Well, we'll laugh Uh, a lot there. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. So I loved your sermon on Sunday. He had some great props. I thought... sincerely is one of the best sermons I've heard in a long time. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out on the podcast. But uh, you you talked a lot about the image of God and how we're made in the image of God. You use this mirror to describe how we're supposed to reflect who he is. Because ultimately, uh, Jesus reflects who he is. But but you you keyed in on this kind of false teaching that was going on in the city of Colossae where Paul was writing this letter to called Gnosticism. Could you you expand on that a little bit and how that related to Jesus being the icon or the icon of God? Gnosticism. And again, Gnosticism Gnosticism wasn't in the church yet, yeah. uh, but 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 Paul was writing preventively so that uh, w- when it got closer in, the believers could guard themselves against mm-hmm. it. So Gnosticism, the roots were just starting at the time. The seeds were being planted. It doesn't come to fruition until really later. But basically, the Gnostics believed that since all matter is evil and all spirit is good, that 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 God couldn't have created the universe. Mm. So he had these emanations out of him, the highest of which was Jesus, 
who is a, who is a something less than creator God, mm-hmm. and somebody who did the creating, and then the, fur, the 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 furthest emanations away from God, they were more like the demons yeah. and things. So, and the reason they didn't believe that that's the that God himself could be the creator is because the world is such a mess. There's so yeah. much evil in the world. Therefore, God couldn't have done this. So it was somebody apart from him. Mm-hmm. And so it, it created havoc in there. So here, here then the prince says, Jesus. Yeah. No, he is. Everything's been created through him and for him. And uh, he, he's the one that, that reconciles the world back to him. We're in the process of being reconciled back to him and that sort of thing. Yeah, It's rich stuff. Well, it's 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 t- tough for us to get our heads around. By the way, you know, you you heard of the word agnostic. Mm-hmm. It's agnostic. It's so so the Gnostics believe there is this secret language that mm-hmm. that the, the mystery language. So an agnostic or agnostic person in our culture is someone who believes you can't really know God. Mm-hmm. There's no way to know God exists. You can't really have faith in this God. You don't know whether he exists or or how to get to him or anything. So yeah. that's where the word agnostic comes from. It's really agnostic. It's good. Two dangerous mm-hmm. ends of the pendulum. Yeah, and got to find exactly. In the middle. Yeah, yeah, the challenge, though, Luke, is what does it mean for us? Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to try to grasp this uh, context of Colossae, but this letter has been preserved for us. Mm-hmm. So what's the so what of this? Yeah, Um a lot of us, there's a lot of debates going on in the culture and always have been about answering this question, what is God like, right? Yes. And and that's a, a core thing for us to then answer the questions, what are we like? Why are we here? Those kinds of things. You have to start yeah. with God. And uh, you, you preach about how Jesus is the image of the invisible God. So that right. means if you want to know what God is like, look, look at, at Jesus. Jesus. Absolutely. Right. And so so from there, we kind of work our way outward. And, and if you've read the Old Testament or know much about the story of creation, Jesus, Colossians 1 says, is the image of the invisible God. But Genesis 1 and 2 tell us that we are made in the image of God, which is a little bit different. But... Uh, it, it means that, in a way, we were always created to look like Jesus. We were always created to reflect who he is. So at a very basic level, uh, after knowing who God and Jesus are, um, then we can answer the question, why am I here? What is my purpose? And and really, quite simply, your ultimate purpose as somebody made in God's image is to reflect who he is. You are who you are so that mm-hmm. they can see who he is and, and God's personality yeah. directly reflected through you. And so we have... Four people in the room right now. Ashley's over there. She's running the camera work. And I see God in her. I, I love seeing God in Ashley's compassion. And I learn about God's compassion from her. And Kyle's over there running the sound. And I, I learn about uh, God's wisdom and his gentleness from Kyle. And I've learned from you God's passion to reach the lost and his mm-hmm. willingness to give grace all the time to people who don't deserve it. I've learned all those things from you because you each, through your personalities, reflect the yes. image of God. And that was, a, that was a cool lesson for me to remember. And we're going to learn more yeah. comedy from you this year. So. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll see. I have to study it because I'm not good God at it. God is a God of humor, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I made you. Yes. Uh, one thing I didn't get, get didn't get to address Sunday is the second commandment that says, "Don't make any for yourself any graven mm. images." Yeah. Because our tendency as human beings is to reduce God to being our assistant in life. Mm-hmm. So that's at one end. On the other hand, if if God is only in the heavens and not if he didn't become flesh, then he's not relatable to our lives. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is the perfect one who come, all God, all man, someone who's walked in our shoes, and someone, and, and, and focusing on him, I am kept from any kind of image 
that puts boundaries on him. So, practically speaking, in other words, if if I'm worrying too much, if I'm too anxious, then God's not doing what I want him to do. That That's reducing God to being my assistant in mm-hmm. life. He's not, but if he's Lord of all, then he can be fully trusted yeah. and I can rest in him. Uh, Elizabeth Elliot uh, was a great missionary and a great servant of God, great writer. She writes a book called uh, No Graven Image. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she she writes about coming to this awareness of of God being her assistant and treating him. Because a lot of bad things happened to her as a missionary. Mm-hmm. And then she said her eyes were open that she realized, you no, know, if he's Lord of all, if he's Lord <coughs> over everything that happens, then he can be fully trusted. And mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of his it's his issue, not my yeah, issue. You know? Absolutely. That's it's hard to learn that. It is. It's so hard to learn that because uh yeah, yeah, it's just hard for us not to want to be the Lord with God as our sidekick. You right, know? right, but it, exactly. It, it's so stunning to me in Colossians 1, like you pointed out in your sermon, that this is written roughly 30 years after Jesus died and ascended yeah. into heaven, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's people hanging around even that, that would have seen Jesus, all that. They're not necessarily in Colossae, but, like, he's not that far removed from his time right. on earth. And yet here Paul is describing this Galilean country carpenter who was yes. crucified as a rebel as not just a nice guy to follow but as the exalted lord over all creation who always has been and always will be that's, that's right. shocking to speak about to speak about a person like that and and yet we believe that that's it's right. true it's this incredible incredible truth and i love how you talked about in, in every category in, in history and science and music and art and all those things jesus is yes. first he is highest so yeah. as a result of that um what does that make you want to do or live out this year? How are you going to share that? Well, you know, in, in thinking through this and myself, uh, there's two things. Um, there are people that I'm aware of that are simply on the edge who aren't in Christ, who I am familiar with, mm-hmm. that I haven't really made an effort to reach. And so they're on my mind. I've started a list of people and they're mainly relatives of people who are in our congregation. Mm-hmm. That I, I, I think I can think of two times in 43 years of ministry where I've approached somebody and said, "Hey, could we just meet and have uh, have? To, I'd like to know your story and about where." Twice people have turned me down. Hmm. Uh, every, anybody else is sure. I'm glad to talk. Now they may not change their life or follow yeah. Jesus, but at least the opportunity is given. That's one thing. That's huge. The second thing, I've really been convicted. These past few months, when I've heard people say things like, I don't like to go there because, oh, those people, the, the people that go there. And it has just really quickened in me my own attitude that I've had sometimes like that. Mm-hmm. Every single person is creating the image of God. Mm-hmm. So it makes me want to choose to go to certain places, whether it's a restaurant or a store or whatever whatever group, because... Because that, no matter how dirty they may appear yeah. or disheveled, that's a, a mutual image bearer of God. Absolutely. And they need they have they have intrinsic dignity because God made them in His own image. Mm. And I want to and I want to rub shoulders with people like that. Sounds like where we'd find Jesus hanging out. Absolutely, like that. absolutely. How yeah. about you? Yeah, I've been convicted lately. Um, 
I, I have several friendships with unbelievers, you know, people that I've been trying to build relationships with, with the intention of showing them what it means to have a relationship with Jesus, you know. You're so good with um, your neighbors, Luke, you and Rebecca. Well, it's it's fun, you know, and I, I enjoy it, but... Yeah. Um, and, and I definitely try to sprinkle faith and God talk into those conversations right. and constantly be praying before and during those conversations for the Holy Spirit to just show an open door to put in a good word for God, you know. Um, but a lot of it the past year or two has been focused on I just want to be really kind to these people and proactively generous and love them to create a good foundation of trust and just lavish them with love, you know. And that's good and that's necessary. And we talk a lot about in our culture trying to build a relationship before, uh, you know, hitting them with the the cold hard truth. And yet I realized I've been using that as an excuse in some of those relationships to try to just sprinkle in a comment here and there when really – um, I need to be bold enough to, in, in love and certainly sure. in a wise way, actually share the real true gospel with them and just right. lay it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to a, a missionary friend of mine who's in Japan, and he ta- he was talking about how um, in Japan everybody's so polite, you know, everybody's so nice, that as a Christian you're not going to win anybody to Jesus if you, if, if you just try to out-nice them, you know, because you're not going to out-nice a Japanese person. <laughs> and and a, a lot of my unbelieving friends are really, really nice, and I can't out-nice them, you know. So eventually um, the whole thing about preach the gospel at all times, and if, if necessary, use words, it's kind of always necessary. Yes, and so I'm convinced necessary. that I'd need to actually just use my words this year in these relationships to lay out, this is what I believe, this is who I am, what, what will you do with this? Well, and I, I, I love you so much. I care about you. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Yeah. It has to come from that caring heart. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so thanks for that, Luke. That is uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's a reminder for all of us to just be building bridges with people, and uh, Christ is coming back. Yeah. And we want to help people be ready for that day. So Absolutely. what's coming Sunday? Yeah, uh, Sunday we're continuing in Colossians 1, 15 through 20, this incredibly lofty text that yes. we're covering through the month of January. And we're talking about Jesus as uh, the first born. So the firstborn of creation and the firstborn from the dead, it's, we're swimming in deep water this month, you know, <laughs> we are, but, but it is good. And I'm confident that yeah. you'll be blessed uh, by his word. So we hope yeah. to see you on Sunday. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.